Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Amanda Jewell and I am your host of Becoming an Influencer. I am really excited that you guys decided to click on today's podcast episode because it is the second of the year. So, you know, we're at episode two of my goal of 52 episodes for 2022. So, hello. I am glad to have you. Today, we are going to be catching up and then talking about a full moon ritual because the full moon is tonight or tomorrow, depending on when you listen to this. And also, this is just goes for all the full moons. We're going to be talking about intentions and rituals and just utilizing the cyclist the cycle of the moon for energetic exchanges and I sound like I'm talking a lot of mumbo jumbo but I promise that it's actually kind of fun so hopefully this will inspire you to create your own little full moon ritual so for my YouTube channel last night I started filming a full moon routine which I definitely need to get on the train of editing and uploading so look out for that in the next few days. I just saw 111 on my recording time so that's an angel number and I know that this means it's a really good opportunity and time to talk about all of this. So a little backstory, I guess I am really into manifestation and kind of tuning into the moon cycle, nature in general, and any type of spirituality practice that can make me feel more aligned with like my mind, body, and soul. All right, you guys, I'm also still trying to get used to my new podcast equipment. So please bear with me. I'm like playing with different compressions and audio processors so I hope that this sounds better I'm trying to get away oh I'm so sorry I did not mean to hit the mic I'm trying to get away from the going in and out I don't know if you've heard in my last episode but it's like when I talk it kind of will fade out and then come back in and this is too damn expensive excuse my French for that to be happening however I think it is the audio processor trying to do a noise gate And I'm just going to try without the noise gate for this episode and see if it's less annoying because it really drives me crazy when I can hear the audio going in and out. And I can only imagine how you guys feel. So working on this every day is a learning journey, right? But anywho, let's get on into it. Let's talk about what the full moon is and what exactly that means. Also, there is a calendar for the full moons of 2022, which I will kind of walk you guys through just so you know off the top of your head um, when to expect these. Excuse me. So first off, we have the wolf moon, which is on January 17th, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe it's coming up or maybe that was a month ago. But we have new moons going every day of the month, obviously. Every day of the month. Are you kidding? Every month. So February 16th is the next one. Then you have March 18th, April 16th, May 16th, June 14th, July 13th, which is my boyfriend's birthday, and so on and so forth. So you can always look up when the full moons are, but those just give you the next six the next six months. So basically what a full moon is, and I'm not talking science, right? Obviously it's when the moon is in between the sun and earth. So it's literally radiating way brighter than it normally is. Therefore it is full. Yes, science is so very cool, but um, it actually is a, a symbol of 
fullness and transformation and abundance. Some also say fertility, which that can be taken. When I think of fertility, I probably think of what you're thinking of. However, it could also just be fertile grounds, aka you as a person, like your soil is fertile, you are going to grow a lot, right? And that's kind of how I would rather think about it. Um, And yeah, so the full moon is a great time to kind of tune into your spiritual practices and to reset and recharge and to set intentions for the new moon cycle. And yeah, so I like to do full moon rituals. I'll do new moon rituals whenever those are as well. And with full moon, I've always kind of gone on the premise of appreciating what you already have and being very grateful for what you have and where you are. Whereas in contrast, the new moon cycle is usually about new beginnings and wanting to set intentions for a new set, like just new opportunities, right? And they kind of all go hand in hand. So I'm not trying to like overcomplicate this, but that's just kind of the basics of what full moons are thought of or represent. What I find really cool is the full moon affects the rise of sea levels and the gravitational pull. So I just think it's very interesting that since our bodies are made up of primarily water, we are most likely very affected by the moon cycle. And I get it sounds like a little bit of woo-woo, which it kind of is, but also it scientifically makes sense to me. And I think that there's a huge reason why it resonates with so many of us and our mind, body, and souls. So that's why rituals play such a big part. Is there a way for you to practice intention and practice self-love and practice mindfulness and these are all key parts of a ritual so you know I'm gonna go through things that I do um, other recommendations and yeah so starting off I would say to set an intention each full moon actually is like they it gets a name right so this one coming up is a wolf moon which I'm going to refer to the WW the World Wide Web, um, for what the wolf moon represents. Oh, also, I just want to correct myself. I think I got new moon and full moon confused when I said the moon is in between the sun and the earth. No, I think it's on the opposite side of the earth and the sun, which is why it reflects the light. And usually when the moon is in between the sun and the earth, it's not, it like doesn't have light. Okay, so sorry. I'm just not a seventh grade science teacher. Um, however, every day we're learning, okay? Anyway, so it says it got the name Wolf Moon because usually in the winter, wolves howl and they refer, or they, I don't know, they just associated it with winter. And a wolf's howl is for locating pack members, defying territory, creating social bonds, and things like that. So you can kind of, I don't know, dive deeper into how that relates and translates into your life. And so for this new moon, um, I personally like to start with cleaning my entire space because I think my external world is a reflection of my internal world. We know this. So when my room is a mess, it's usually when my mind is feeling quite cluttered. And I like to just start off with that, like put all my clothes up, take up, pick up all the stuff on the floor, organize my little desk area, 
you know, put things away that have been just dying to be put away and organize what I can. And it just helps me kind of get a clear mind. So then that way I can actually go about my ritual in a focused manner. And then after I like to clean my room, I also make my bed. If that's not part of your cleaning routine, okay, make the dang bed because it feels so good to get into it later. And it also just makes your room look a lot nicer when the bed is made. And this, I mean, and when I'm saying your room, like it could be whatever part of the house that you are in the most, or it could be your entire house. You know, it's really just up to you, but I'm just speaking from personal experience, okay? And then after that, I like to go through and cleanse the space. So sometimes I will even open up the window. Just the idea of old energy escaping out really, really like makes me feel good. <laughs> and I like to push out old energy using smoke. So you can use Palo Santo, you can use sage, you can use an incense, and you can even just use a candle. The whole idea is that the flame creates smoke and smoke moves out old energies from old and stagnant, right? Energies from your room or your space in general. So last night I used Palo Santo for the first time, which I just want to say I am very sorry. I am not trying to support deforestation. However, it was a sacred bundle that I found at a boutique that I really enjoy supporting. The tree's already cut down. I mean, I'm not trying to be ignorant, okay? I am aware and I apologize. However, your girl needs the most cleansing she can get. So I did burn Palo Santo for the first time last night. And as I'm going around and the smoke is obviously like infiltrating the air, I like to say a mantra or an affirmation and I welcome peace, I welcome positivity, I welcome opportunities, I welcome abundance, I welcome wealth, I welcome good health, I let go of things that are no longer serving me, I let go of thoughts that are no longer serving me, I let go of negative energies, I just, the whole point is I'm going around and trying to welcome up this space for positivity to come in and just to clear my entire area the best that I can. And with that being said, after I cleanse the room, I do like to go do a salt bath because Epsom salt baths help extract toxins and impurities from your body, which my mentor Susie Batiz has always recommended Epsom salt baths just to get your energy right, to cleanse your aura, to cleanse your actual body. And so I will set a Epsom salt bath up and as I'm doing that, I have a little Siddhartha that is an it's basically an ashtray, but it's for incense, and I burn sage in that, and I cleanse my bathtub and the area in my bathroom, and I keep the lights off. Um, I have like one small overhead light because ambiance I feel like is very effective when it comes to a ritual or a routine at night where you're trying to channel relaxation and calmness and peace. And so I definitely like to cleanse my bathtub area and sometimes I'll even put in like bubbles. I have the Dr. Teal's lavender sleep bubble bath or I just, I use whatever it is at the time, but I like to have pretty natural ingredients. Um, I was for a while using some bath salts that 
were extremely fragranced and I don't know if they were, they didn't feel natural, they didn't smell natural and I just didn't feel the same vibe from them. So eventually I actually got rid of them, which is kind of unlike me, but I just recommend using real Epsom salt. And one sec, I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee. I recommend you take a sip of your drink as well. Oh, hello. Which I think also brings me to my next little ritual. Whether it's before the bath or after the bath, I also like to drink tea. So my favorite right now is kava. It's the stress relief tea. And oh my God, it is literally so good. Love to have that every night. Or I use gin, ginger turmeric from Trader Joe's. Those teas just feel very earthy to me and they kind of help me ground myself and also feel like a wellness ass bitch. So excuse my language, but it's really like how I feel when I drink those teas. And it just feels right, okay? So I just recommend having a high vibrational drink. That's kind of the whole point of that. And then I will use it, like I'll drink it while I'm in the bath or if I forget, I'll get one after the bath. And I recommend you doing the same. And then after I've cleansed my area and I take my bath, I do like to do breathing exercises in the bathtub. So whether I'm just doing like, um, okay, it sounds kind of silly like right now, sorry. But if I just do that alone in the bathtub, I feel a lot better. I was watching like a how to cleanse your energy and your aura video and she recommended doing that. So I mean, it's been working for me. And then I also will sometimes do a meditation or I will listen to healing energy frequency, healing frequency on YouTube. So I recommend having a frequency going or some type of meditation music during your entire ritual. It just really helps like transcend your soul. I, I feel like, I don't know, but yeah. And then after that, I do my face, my face care, my skin care, and just like overall self-care moment. Um, sometimes I'll put on under eye patches, which I have on right now, or I'll wear a face mask. Um, but definitely just like caring for my skin makes me feel very calm and connected and it helps me be more mindful. So when I'm going into these rituals and it's part of my routine, it just really helps like keep me feel to keep feeling together. And then after that is journaling. So journaling is a really big part of my spiritual journey. It's a big part of a lot of people's mindfulness techniques. It's a part of just overall growth and I think for the full moon journaling is a really important asset that you can use um and so I like to kind of start out by doing a where I'm at right now so I'll journal about my day how I've been feeling maybe even time stamp like how much money I have and things that are coming up things that are going on and then after that, I can go into what I'm grateful for. So gratitude attracts abundance. I say that all the time. So it's really important to do a gratitude list because it helps kind of acknowledge how abundant you already are. And when you are in the full moon that is supposed to be about abundance, it should definitely kind of help connect you to that intention, right? And then I, with intention being said... 
I recommend writing out an intention for the new cycle or the remainder of the month, maybe even just that night. And intentions, I feel like I'm constantly learning more about, but for me, it would be like, my intention is to feel more at peace through my full moon routine. My intention is to really attract abundance over the next couple of months. And my my intention is to embody abundance in the next few months. So whatever that intention looks like for you, I recommend writing it out or saying it out loud. Ideally both. And same for affirmations. So you can look them up on YouTube, on Pinterest, on Google, or come up with them on your own. So for me, I love affirmations. My favorite one is always like um, wealth, prosperity, and abundance surround me. That's my favorite affirmation. And you can seriously, like it's all free form. So however you want to come up with the affirmations that you say, you can write them down, say them in the mirror. Again, I recommend both. Um, and yeah, I also recommend utilizing the full moon to charge your crystals. So if you've recently bought some or you want to recharge the ones that you have, it is perfect for you to put them out on your, um, window seal, or you can even put them outside. I've done that before. You can also create moon water. So if you want to fill up a jar of water and if you leave it out in the full moon, it becomes moon water, which you can use in your bath or you can use to cleanse your crystals or I'm sure there's a lot of other uses for it. I personally have never done moon water, but I'm feeling like I'm kind of selling myself on the idea right now. So I might do that this evening. And yeah, so... There's also the mind, body, and soul part, which we've kind of talked about the mind, which would be journaling. We've talked about the soul, which would be, um, sorry, we talked about the soul, which would be cleansing or the bathtub. Now we're going to talk about the body, which would be yoga, in my opinion, stretching. I mean, I don't see you doing a full-on hit workout at midnight, but you know, whatever suits you, go off. Some other tips to do for your full moon ritual and practices is grounding. So going outside, putting your feet to the grass, to the ground, making sure you spend time in nature, all of that will really help connect you. I kind of already mentioned it, but definitely making a priority to meditate and do deep breaths. It will just help you connect to the source and maybe get downloads. I literally sound cookie for coconuts but you can get downloads and if you just open your mind up to what god in the universe is trying to tell you i'm sure you will get inspiration hopefully help with burnout and overall just inspire motivation for this new being this new time what am i saying and yeah so that's really all that i have for you guys today i hope that you enjoyed it's just like a fun little full moon ritual moment and I definitely need to get my YouTube video up. So I'll be working on that. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you did, give it a nice rating and also feel free to follow me on Instagram at the Amanda Jewel or go to at becoming an influencer podcast and let me know what you want to hear on the podcast. I'd love to have guests come back this year. So who do you want? 
me to interview? Um, what questions do you want me to answer? What topics do you want me to talk about? And I would just love to get any kind of feedback that you guys have for the podcast this year. Again, always open to new names. So if you have thought of a new concept or name for the podcast, I am all eyes and ears. So again, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode of Becoming an Influencer podcast. Goodbye.